Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Berean Post online devotional podcast. We've been going through uh, 1 Corinthians 7. We're looking at verses 29 to 31. And I'm just going to go ahead and jump into the text as is my custom. Paul says, This I say, brethren, the time is short, so that from now on, even those who have Wives should be as though they had none. Those who weep as though they did not weep. Those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice. Those who buy as though they did not possess. And those who use this world as not misusing it. For the form of this world is passing away. In our previous discussion, we acknowledged that that we had limited time to delve into why Paul favors celibacy over marriage, not only for himself, but also for anyone who seems equipped to embrace it willingly. Nevertheless, he does acknowledge that if one finds it challenging to control one's desires, it's better to marry than to burn. He also clearly states that individuals who choose to marry have not sinned. However, ultimately he expresses the view that remaining unmarried is a preferable choice. And the question arises is why did he believe it was more advantageous not to marry? Well, to grasp the meaning of this passage, it's essential to examine the um, preceding discussion in Paul's letter to the Corinthians. Paul extensively addresses topics related to marriage, celibacy, and Christian conduct, all while keeping in mind the imminent return of Jesus Christ. He emphasized the sense of urgency twice in the text. In our previous study, we revisited the passage. I suppose, therefore, it is good because of the present distress that it's good for a man to remain as he is. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, 26. But as we progress through Paul's discourse, especially in chapter 7, the, the prominence of his eschatological beliefs become increasingly evident. What exactly the present distress Paul refers to is not explicitly detained in the chapter, and scholars have debated its meaning. Some scholars suggest that the present distress could refer to a time of persecution or external challenges the early church community faced. Given the difficulties and pressure they encountered, Paul might have been advising Corinthians to remain in their current or their unmarried state. Also, given Paul's strong eschatological beliefs and the imminent expectation of Christ's return, he may be referring to the present state of the world, which was viewed as temporary and troubled. Believers were urged to live considering the nearing return of Christ and the subsequent changes that would accompany it. Corinth was known for its social and political upheavals during Paul's time. The present distress could reflect the uncertainty and instability within broader society, influencing Paul's advice for believers to remain in their current marital status as a response to the unsettled conditions. Well, some suppose that there might have been a famine or economic challenges in the region, and Paul advised the Christians to consider these circumstances when making decisions about marriage and relationships. Many scholars posit that 1 Corinthians was composed around 53 to 54 AD during Paul's sojourn sojourn, sorry, sojourn in Ephesus, a period documented in the book of Acts. Ephesus 
was a significant city at that time. It's deemed a likely location for the authorship of 1 Corinthians, considering the extent of Paul's stay during his third missionary journey. The Roman Empire experienced notable social and economic advancements during this era. Rome, a bustling hub, witnessed flourishing trade and, and commerce. However, these prosperities accentuated the disparity between the affluent elite and the common populace, culminating in heightened social tensions. The reigning Roman Empire, Nero, initially garnered pop popularity but eventually succumbed to an authoritarian regime. Initially, he challenged efforts into cultural pursuits and public entertainment. However, as Nero's reign progressed, he faced mounting opposition and resorted to ruthless actions. Notably, the Great Fire of Rome in 64 became a pretext for the severe persecutions of Christians. Christianity was viewed as a threat to the traditional religious and social order by the Romans, leading to suspicion and hostility towards believers who declined participation in state-sponsored cults and religious practices. So, living as a follower of Christ often meant conflicting with Rome's societal pre uh, prevalent values and practices engaging at, in, in, in activities such as gladiatorial games and idol worship contradicted Christian beliefs, posing significant and ethical and moral dilemmas for the faithful. The phrase, distressing times, sheds light on Paul's perspective regarding the desirability of marriage. From the vantage point of a man entrusted by God to care and protect his family, Marriage would have been an additional weight amidst the challenges of being Christian. The era had considerable upheaval, making it difficult to stay faithful to Christ and secure necessities. So adding the responsibility of a spouse and children, ensuring their sustenance while also safeguarding their faithfulness to Christ would have presented a daunting challenge. Like Christians in Nero's time, we face challenges and conflicting values worldwide. However, we're called to prioritize faithfulness to Christ above all. Despite the difficulties and pressures, let us stand firm in our faith, living as beacons of light and hope in the darkened world. As, as we reflect on Paul's insights and the historical context of the, of the early Christian church, we may be inspired to live faithfully by making choices that align with God's will and reflect the urgency of the Gospels in our life. In the face of distressing times, let us find our, our, our strength, hope, and purpose in Christ, holding fast the eternal promise he has given us with regards to the phrase, the time is short, <clears throat> we're going to have to once again return to this passage to take another stab at it.